Welcome to everyone to our worship service from the United Methodist Church at the United Methodist Church in Westlake Village for this Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Advent, December 19th. Some quick reminders for our faith family. One is that we are still encouraging people to participate in our stewardship drive. Christmas Eve services are twofold, five and seven. Both will be online and in person at this point. We look like we'll be able to do that. The first one will have the children's tableau as a part of it, and the second one will have the uh, Advent sketch. 1226 will just be an online worship, though. And remember that our Caneo Connects begins January 11th at the United Methodist Church, Thousand Oaks. We're looking at the stories within the story this Advent Christmas tide, exploring through sketches what might have been going on behind the biblical scenes with which we are most familiar this holiday season. And so far, we have looked at God's story, developing a, a frame of reference for us, understanding what we think God might have been up to with the incarnation. John's story, getting better acquainted with Jesus's prophetic forerunner, and Mary's story, imagining the impact of the Annunciation on such a young woman. Today, with the help of Nick Newkirk as Joseph and John Susamoto as his cousin, we are getting behind the magnificence of the Annunciation and exploring its consequences for the man betrothed to the now pregnant Mary. It was a scandal that needed great discernment and a deaf touch. All right then, let us center ourselves in preparation for our worship. to light the Advent candles. Advent is drawn to an end and Christmas is near. We continue to search for the story within the story of Jesus' birth. The story of Emmanuel, God with us, and Joseph's story of welcoming Emmanuel into his life and into the world. Joseph's story exemplifies love and grace, which make our world brighter. We light four candles of Advent, embracing love as we hear the story from the stories within. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we pause this season to seek you to see your light and to prepare to receive the love you provide. Help us to see ourselves in the story within the story. Let us rise and body your spirit as we join in our opening hymn.
mine in prayer? O holy God, God of the ages and God of the nations, God of ancient Israel and God of our world today. We open our hearts and our minds to the leading of your spirit and wonder what is going on, where are we going, and how are you walking with us? We know that once you came in prophetic word, once you came in humility, and now we await you in glory. May the glory of your presence shine through our lives this Christmas season, that those around us would not wonder where you are, but would see that you are among us. We pray this in your holy name. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. This is the time in our service where I have the opportunity to talk to our children. And I'm excited to see the children that are here and a few that are just arriving. And it's so good to see all of you in your, your outfits anticipating Christmas. Some of you are already very festive and I love it so much. Now I've been giving you quizzes over the last few weeks. So I'm curious, who knows what our theme word for today is? Oh, Sarah, your hand went up fast. Maya's already told me what the word was because she's been thinking about it all week. I'm going to give it to Sarah, but you had it, baby girl. You are right. Love, you are right. Our word for today is love. And I want to know, how do you show love to people at Christmas time? Maya. Giving presents. I fully thought that we weren't going to get that answer from a tabutal today because your brother's not here. But that's a good answer. Giving presents is a great way to show love. Are there any other ways to show love? Yes. Hang out with family. Hang out with family. I like that one. Very nice. Anyone else have an answer for how you might show love at Christmas time? Mm, okay. What'd you say? Kisses? I like that one. You got some good response from that one too. Thank you, sir, I appreciate it. Hugs and kisses, I heard of hugs as well. Oh, did I steal yours, Luke? Decorating, that's a great way to show love. Thank you, I hadn't thought of that one. That's awesome. All right, now, Here's the trick question, and maybe it's not a trick question. How did God show love at Christmas? All right, we're going to go with Katie. He gave us Jesus. All right, I'm glad it wasn't a trick question. I am very thankful about that. So as we talk about love and the ways that we show love, we are invited to remember that God showed his love for us by sending his son to live among us, to teach us, to guide us, to inspire us, and to offer us new life. So let's take a moment to talk to God and give our thanks for that love. Let's be in the attitude of prayer. Dear God, thank you for today, and thank you for tomorrow. Thank you for all of our yesterdays. Thank you for loving us, loving us so much you sent your son. Help us to celebrate and to remember that love.
In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Sunday school. Sorry I did not say that. That's why Gloria was looking at me. She was waiting for my next line. And I invite the rest of you guys to join me in a moment of prayer. Awesome and almighty God, we greet you this day in sounds of excitement from children, anticipation for the week ahead. And we give thanks for the energy that is in this room as we get closer and closer to the experience of Emmanuel, you with us. Shine in our lights, lives shine in our hearts. Allow the glow to take root so that as we get to Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, we feel the presence of the birth of the Christ child so long ago and again this year in our lives, inviting us into a richer, stronger relationship with you. Sometimes the ways in which you approach us surprise us and take us off guard, but we trust in your love. We trust in your guidance. Help us to work through all of the emotions that it takes for us to get to that yes so that we can say, so be it, or let it be so, and let us live lives that continue to bring honor and glory to you. As people of faith, we lift up prayers for our church community and those that are connected to us. We lift up prayers for those who knew and loved Ann Kennedy as she passed away this week. Be with her family and friends and let them know that Ann is with you. O oh Lord, hear our prayers. And as we lift up prayers for Anne, we also remember the, the family and friends of Brian, Sui, and Renee Alexander's um, stepfather, who both passed away in recent weeks. We ask you to be with those families and all of the families that are grieving right now. We know that loss, especially in the midst of a festive holiday season, can feel harder. And we take a moment to shine your light upon them and ask for your comfort and healing at this time. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We lift up prayers for Mary Nolan, who has been having a series of TIAs recently. We ask you to be with the doctors that they can help Mary get these under control and discern how to best treat her at this time. O oh Lord, hear our prayers. We join with Candy Wilcox lifting up prayers for Skylar Knowlton, um, who is a 37-year-old who suffered a heart attack this week. Be with Skylar. Um, Skylar in the healing process. O oh Lord, hear our prayers. We continue to pray for Margie Price as she continues to struggle with breathing issues. We celebrate that she has left the ICU, but pray, hold her in prayer as she and her doctors and her family determine what comes next in her healing process. O oh Lord, hear our prayers. We join with Gary Evans lifting up prayers for his friend John Patton, who suffered a stroke a little while ago, but is still facing the road of recovery. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We lift up prayers uh, for Jeb and Phil, who are both in acute health circumstances. We ask you to touch their lives and offer the healing that they need at this time. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. 
And we don't just come to you with concerns, Lord, but we also come to you with celebrations. We continue to celebrate with the Surratt family at the arrival of Tatum and Tegan, their baby girls last Sunday, and who are home from the hospital with the family, surrounded and cuddled in love and nurture. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. We take a moment to lift up the prayers that are on our hearts this day in silence. Oh Lord, hear our prayers. Lord, we pray all these things, lifting up the prayer that your Son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Can you tell me here upon my knee what kind of father will I be? What can I give to you, you made from miracles that God has given me? to keep. I can't give much to you, you made from miracles, but I can hold you as you sleep. What can you learn from me? so much to learn from you. What can a man like me offer the miracle who taught me miracles come true? a miracle 
that God has given us tonight. Our scripture reading for today is from the first chapter of Matthew, where we hear a little bit about God and Joseph and Mary. Now, the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said to him, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. For the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All of this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife, but had no marital relations with her until she had borne a son, and he named that son Jesus. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. And now, friends, here is Joseph's story. Soon, he sounded pretty upset. It's not like Joseph to let things get the better of him. Oh, here, over here, Joseph. Hez! Here, sit down. Oh, what a day. It's good to see you, cousin. Got your message. Good, have you been waiting too long? Well, for a bit, not, not very long though, just a little while. Is this for me? Yes. Oh, thanks, that's good. How's Ezekiel? He's fine. Fine. Good. He's on a trip right now. He's down in Jerusalem. Jerusalem? He got that contract to do the uh, finish work on the mayor's residence. Oh, I heard about that job. How did he get it? He just marched himself right into the foreman's tent, lugging his samples, and they hired him on the spot. <laughs> That's great. Ezekiel's so good. No one does finish masonry better than Zeke. Is he going to be gone too long? A couple of months, at least. He said he gets a weekend off a month, and we'll visit home then. He'll roll in next weekend if all goes as planned. I miss him. Family life is tough. Relationships are tough. Love is, well, tough. tough. Yeah, yeah. Has I need to talk to you. The message sounded urgent. What's going on, Joe? I've got a problem. A problem, eh? Sounds serious. Yeah, as it is. I've got a big problem. All right, then. I'm listening. Well, uh, Mary's pregnant. What? Mary's pregnant. You're kidding. No, really. She's with child. Joseph, how could you? 
know better than that. It's coming into you. I don't believe it. She's pregnant, all right, but I'm not the father. Are you sure you're not the father? Hez, I'm not the father. We have behaved properly, like priests. No fooling around. Never. Well? I, I don't know. How could she do this? How could she do this to us, to me? Hez, I love her so much. But now, now everything is up in the air. Crazy. I haven't been, I've been working like a maniac to save up some money so we can get married. Look at my hands. See the blisters? And what does she go and do? She gets pregnant. This doesn't sound like Mary to me. Are you sure she's pregnant? She says she's pregnant. What happened? What does she say for herself? She says it's from God. <laughs> yeah, from God. That's unusual. <laughs> Strange. From God? All she keeps saying is something, something, angel visitor, the shadow of the Most High. Unbelievable. She's putting it on God? Well, that's interesting. That's an interesting twist to it. Pretty convenient. You haven't heard it all. Oh, there's more. Yeah. The baby is God's only son. The savior of the world. You know, the Messiah we've heard all these years about at the temple. The one our ancestors have been waiting for for centuries. Well, that Messiah is on his way. In my Mary. No way. She can't possibly think she'll get away with this. That's blasphemy. I can't believe she's saying this stuff. When the temple authorities hear about this, they're going to take her right down to the wall and stone her. She's signing her death certificate talking like this, Joseph. She's going to put, be put to death. That's the law of Moses. You know that. Surely she knows that. Pregnant by God? Carrying the Messiah? No way. She's going to need a better story than that if she's going to duck the accusation of adultery. I can't believe it. Did she really say this to you? Yes. Right to your face, she said this. Yeah, she pulled me aside last night. I was at dinner at her parents' house. She told me, right after dinner, she told me what I've just told you. I don't believe it. She looked right into my eyes. She was crying, but there was some strange peace about her. An inner strength and resolve I hadn't seen before in her. At once frightening, yet somehow assuring. She reached out her hand and touched my arm and said that she loved me, would always love me, has always loved me. Even from the start, from when she first saw me, before I noticed her, before our parents talked, she loved me. I remember she brushed my hair with her fingers. She said she would never allow anything to come between us. She'd always been faithful to me. She'd never deceive me. Never. Never. But this thing, this was somehow different. It was God's doing, not hers. God had chosen her. God had claimed her. God had... Wow. All she had done was say yes to God. Incredible. Amazing. Then what happened? I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I was so disappointed and confused by what she said. I just shook my head and blurted out, Oh, Mary, and left. I didn't even say goodbye to her parents. I ran. I ran to the other side of town before I caught up with myself. Then I, I fell to my knees Joe. and cried and prayed. This is terrible. Just terrible. What are you going to do? How can I help, Joe? I don't know. It's all happening so fast. Joe, she deserves to be punished severely for this. This is adultery. When she starts to show, people will talk, ask questions, go to the authorities. They will demand her stoning, Joe. I don't want that to happen. I just want it to all go away. It won't just go away. I wish it would just all go away. It's too much for me. Well, she could go away, Joe. You could just dismiss her, you know, right away and dissolve the marriage. That happens nowadays. I've heard of that happening. The husband just divorces the wife and sends her packing and doesn't bring down the full weight of the law upon her head. Uh, I don't know. How can you take it easy on her, Joe? She messed up everything for you. I love her. What else can I say, Hez? I simply love her. 
How can I abandon someone I love? I love. Yes. <laughs> love. <laughs> There's something else, though, Hez, that figures into this somehow. Oh, no. Something more? Impossible. I had a dream last night. You and your crazy dreams, Joe. You have a lot of weird dreams. No, really, Hez. I had a dream last night about this stuff. I had a dream that said I should keep Mary and keep the baby and raise the child and actually rejoice over it all. Rejoice. Rejoice! Rejoice in the power of God's love and our love. Rejoice in what God is doing for us both. I can't believe what I'm hearing. Rejoice? Joseph, you had a nightmare. <laughs> it was from God. Joseph, it was God. Joseph, stop. You're scaring me. God talked to me, Hez. God said, believe Mary. She's doing my will. Are you out of your mind? Joe, listen to yourself. You're talking crazy. I can hardly believe it myself. Don't believe it, Joe. You're tired, you're angry, you're confused. Yeah, I think you're just overstressed here, flipping out a bit, a lot. Take a step back from the situation, Joe. Try to look logically, reasonably at it all. Soon you'll see the whole thing is crazy. But Hez, God talked to me. God did talk to me. Me too, like God talked to Mary. God said, keep Mary. The child is the Messiah. Name him Jesus, because he will save the people from their sins. He better start with you too. You two sinners first. God wants me to ride this out with Mary. Take this chance. Live up to my love. God wants me to go out on the limb and trust. Trust God on this. Trust God all the way. God wants me to be a part of this new thing God is doing. This Messiah thing. This birth of a new and radically powerful kind of love. An unconditional and accepting love for everyone. God has gone crazy, too. Even God. It is fantastic, isn't it? It's unbelievable. That's what it is. Last night, when I prayed, I prayed like I'd never prayed before. I prayed that this would all go away. I prayed that this would pass for me. I prayed that life would be like it was before. Normal, usual, uneventful. You know, back to the way things used to be for me and for Mary. When I prayed last night, Hezekiah, I prayed for a miracle. Well, you've gotten your miracle all right, haven't you? Even if this is from God, I don't want any part of it. You've lost it, Joseph. You're way out there at the edge. You're over the edge. God doesn't go around impregnating a young girl, betrothed girl, and then appear to the husband with a good line about the coming Messiah. Hez, he has, he did with Mary. With me, I think it's true. As fantastic as it seems, it's just got to be true. It's all coming together for me now. There's nothing else I can do. I'm believing it all. Well, I'm not. But I'll tell you, cousin, for your sake, it had better be true. When you go out on a limb as far as you are, it gets rather thin out there and shaky, and those limbs crack and they break. You're way out there on this limb, Joseph. You think you're immune? You think you can thumb your nose at the temple? You think you can turn your back on society? You think you can just go along talking about love and God and you and Mary and everyone else will just believe you and leave you alone? You're fooling yourself, Joseph. She's supposed to be a virgin and she's pregnant and she's betrothed to you. You're way out on that limb, cuz. And it's gonna break and you and Mary are gonna fall and fall hard. And your dream-talking God is going to evaporate into thin air. Sometimes you have to go out on a limb to do the right thing. Sometimes what is safe and easy and typical and expected is wrong. Just the wrong thing to do. Not what's righteous, not what's just, and well, not what God wants us to do. Sometimes, I think sometimes God wants us to break out and take risks, and go to new ground, and, well, run out on a limb for God. You and Mary, and your God, you're all crazy. You're nuts. Hezekiah, don't turn against me, against us. We need you, Hez. I need you. 
We need your understanding, your support, your friendship. I'm not going out there on that limb with you, Joe. I'm with you here if we leave it here. Take these crazy ideas no further, never talk about this stuff again, and I'm with you. But I can't be out there with you. That's too exposed, too risky, that's too far. You're on your own out there. Wait, Hez, what else can I do but follow God? I have no choice but to do God's will. God's called Mary out on that limb, and now I'm going out there too, with her, for the love of my dear Mary, and the love of God. You're on your own, Joe. You and Mary and God. Will that be enough? Will that be enough? For your sake, Joseph, I hope so. Will it be enough? I'm going to have to just live it out. Do what I think is right. I'm going to have to just believe and love and live it out. And we'll all see. It will be enough with God's love. After all, it's all anyone can really do. If they want to talk, walk with God, trust and love.
we come to the time in our worship service where we take the time to consider, to pray about, to trust in God and to trust in God's love enough to respond to the blessings that God has placed upon our lives and upon our hearts. In this time of worship, we will receive the gift of music and contemplate how we will give back to God, whether it's through our tithes, gifts, and offerings, which may be presented online or in the baskets that are at the, at the back of the worship or sanctuary, or how we're going to respond with our lives, saying yes and choosing to believe that God has placed something new on our hearts and how we might live out in the world believing this story and the gift of new life given in Jesus. Awesome and almighty God, we give you thanks for the gifts that you have given to us, specifically in the form of a little baby. Be with us that we receive these gifts and we respond in kind, shining your light and your love into the world. Use our gifts to your benefit so that we can continue to build the kingdom and let people know of this amazing love that came down at Christmas. Amen. I invite you to rise and body your spirit as we join in our closing hymn and our acolytes take the light into the world.
We hope this service has been a blessing to you. It is a, a real challenge, we realize, to trust God to such an extent that you live your life embodying that trust in your words and in your actions. We feel exposed, we feel vulnerable, we feel uncertain of outcomes. Joseph's challenge is ours, as are the blessings experienced by living faithfully. We encourage you to listen to God and to respond faithfully in your life. Let this resolve be your Christmas gift to yourself. It will do you some great, great good. Remember, Christmas Eve is at 5 and at 7 online and in person, and that the 26th is just virtual. Be safe, stay healthy, know that you are loved. Go in God's peace, God's love, God's hope, and God's joy.